0: It's a relationship that's going to be different. Uh, there are tools, yes, right, um, but, you know, it's going to be a little different for each and every person. Hello, what? everyone, and welcome to another Kettering Connects. Come on down for The Come Price is Right. <laughs> this is so uh, weird. You know, this is just what we do, people. That's okay. If it's you're fun. not okay with it yet, then there are a lot of choices on YouTube.
1: And what I'm just going to take this quick moment to embrace the reality that this is the last Kettering Connect with my friend and brother and confidant Patty McCoy. So it's he true. preached last week; it was awesome. And now this is your last Kettering Connect. This is my so, last Kettering Connect. I try you got to be think. as goofy, just like you know. No filters. Oh, so now? Because now no right. filters? the rest of the time, we have been filtered and been calm, cool, collected. Very yeah. professional. Sure. I feel like. Oh, man, that, um, the epitome of professionalism. Exactly. And now yeah. you can just. And just
0: let it just go. Just free flow. So, what are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so maybe
1: no. not. Moving on.
0: No. Moving on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. no, it, 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 uh, I hate thinking about that kind of stuff because it seems so final. Um, but uh, who knows what God has in store, right? And uh, but it's been a great journey. Love doing these. Love you, brother. Love right. you too. Come on. Um, and <laughs> so, um, but it's also been fun to to start this journey. I wish we would have done this like a long yeah, time. ago. Yeah, we should have thought
1: about this a long time ago. It's just
0: idea of getting into the Word in the week and and helping people process and prepare their hearts for the the lesson on on Sabbath. So yeah, yeah. it's it's super fun. Well, I'm sure I can so. speak
1: for. All of our Kettering community, but thank you, thank you so much for your leadership and your passion, your beautiful family, and uh, all that you guys have done for us. So you will be missed, but Mm -hmm, we're pumped for you as you move forward, making it happen. What? (laughs) Making Making it it happen happen. for the kingdom in Portland, Portland. which is actually very, very exciting. The home of when, of where my bulls defeated the the Portland Trailblazers. Did they beat them in Portland? Trailblazers. Yeah. Did they? I don't actually I, remember if it was in Portland. Okay. All I know is it was I re- that second series of the first three-peat of the 90s Bulls, and they took down Clyde the Glide and company. And I'm sure this is what everyone is really yeah, wanting no, to know says, about. We're
0: really sports commentators <laughs> right. here. I remember I actually – because I think they won in Chicago because I – They did. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Because yes. I actually went to the airport where they land, uh, oh. and when they came off the plane, we were like, ah, you lost, but we love you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's okay. But yeah, we're we're looking forward to the new chapter. But uh, love, Kettering, and we'll continue to pray for this place. Um, and especially as we we continue through a really important book, right? Transition. I see what you <laughs> did there. Yes. Um, to a, a letter that, as as we've said before, this is this is really the first Christian document, probably because this is Paul's first letter, and he's writing early on in the birth of mm-hmm. the church, mm-hmm. uh, because there's some things that are kind of creeping in that are not gospel things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if if you listen to the sermon this last. Last week in the teaching and Kettering Connect. Uh, you know, Paul is is getting to this place. This is the, the passage from last week talked about how I have been crucified with Christ. It's not I but Christ in me. He's talking about the importance of faith and not the law. Whereas the law was the important thing and this is what you lived by, but now you live by faith. Um, because Jesus was the fulfillment mm-hmm. of the law, and the mm-hmm. law doesn't justify you, which was hard for the Jews,
1: sure, because
0: sure. the law is what set them apart from everyone else. Yeah. And they were trying to establish how much more important or special they were than the Jews, mm-hmm. or sorry, than the Gentiles, the Gentiles yeah. right? And so that's kind of the conflict that that we're coming to. And, and in today's passage, Paul continues to, well, to go there. Well, because
1: if you have to do something to be in a relationship, that almost is like a, this calming, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm in, right, because I'm doing this and... You know therefore i I have a good like i thinking of that, I go back to my first crush I don't do you remember your first crush i I do you do. remember how she, old you her were? name was
0: Paige I was Paige. five, she lived next door she was six, Wow, yeah older yeah. woman. i I never went through that stage where I thought girls had cooties, and yeah, that, no I mean yeah. and I actually supported guys who thought that because that meant sure, that I- the girls would spend more time with me. <laughs> right. So, you know.
1: So you've basically uh, had game your whole life, which is actually really, that's impressive. Well,
0: yes, um, yes. But yeah, so so I remember young. Well, I'm just but. thinking,
1: my, my first question that I remember, her name was Sarah. It was in fourth grade. And of course, I didn't have the game that I have today, oh sure, uh, right. But uh, I remember writing her notes, trying to show her and prove to her how much like I oh, cared yeah. about her. And, and so one day, I actually gave her lunch money, so thinking if I give you this, right, then you know, could we, will you be my girlfriend? And so I just going back to this idea of well, if I just do this, if I do this, I do this, then we can be in relationship. Yeah. But. That, that never works, well, right? That, yeah, well, that it's interesting was, too, right?
0: Because it's like you're trying to prove that you're worthy right. for it, right. right? And and so doing these things in our relationship with Jesus, it's like, no, 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 look at me, look at me, look how good I am. Right. And Jesus is saying, no, I, I died because of how... Because of my love for you. So, right. you know, it's not about all these... Little, you don't have to prove anything. Right. I've, done, I've done all that. So that's kind of where we get to in this passage. Yeah, so, you want to go ahead and read that?
1: Let's get to it. We are in Galatians 3, only four verses this week, 10 to 14. Galatians 3 verses uh, from... Yeah, verses 10 to 14. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse. For the scriptures say, cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the commands that are written in God's book of the law. So it is, it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. For the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. But Christ has rescued us from the curse to pronounce by the law. Wait, I cannot read. Let's go back. But the but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that he So that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith.
0: Hmm. Curse, blessings, justification. Yeah. No, it's really good. There's a lot in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting when it when it talks about cursed be everyone who does. This is what my version says: cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. And I mm. I, I remember my dad was was that way where it was like when when he would talk about being religious. For a time he he wasn't, um, and and so he would uh, not not make fun. He would challenge me, I, sure. I think, and say, "Well, you you do this this and this, but you don't do." these things. So mm. if you're going to do this, then you should do that. You mm-hmm. know, and it's saying like, like, don't do part of it. You do all right. of it, which is really what the Jews thought, like they had to do. So right. the law became so important that it was, okay, we're going to, in order to keep from breaking these laws, we're going to make these laws. Right. And then in order to keep from breaking these laws that kept them from breaking these laws, they made more laws. Right. Right. So it was, we've got three, four layers
1: to keep us from breaking laws. And there was just no way you were ever going to keep all of that. Right. Right, Yeah, and that's exactly what he's saying. And then, I mean, one of my favorite parts, because there's a lot here, but when it talks about, my version says rescued Mm. um, in verse 13, but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. In the original, a lot of times that word is translated as uh, redeemed, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Yeah, mine says says, redeemed. yeah, Yeah, redeemed. And that's actually the more... You know, common translation ultimately because of what it really meant and mm-hmm. and basically it's this this idea that you know back in the day right when there were these battles um and the victors would would take the those whom they defeated um and and they would keep them and uh basically those who were like lower status or or poor they didn't really in their eyes have a lot of value, they would just keep as slaves and sell. Mm-hmm sell as slaves to, you know, to themselves, but those that had value, they would keep as a ransom, they would set the price and then wait for, you know, those people to collect the money or whatever, um, to try and, and redeem them back, right? Mm -hmm. So it's this kind of this whole idea of, but Christ has rescued us or Christ has redeemed us. It's almost like this idea that some other, you know, some enemy has come in, has defeated, and now you're like a slave to them, right? You... You're held bond, or you know, you're held captive to them, but then Christ has come and He has paid that price, and now you are free to go back. So, you know, going back to something He earlier talks about is well, the gospel that you're talking about, if it's not freeing, right. then it's not the gospel. It's not good right. news. And so this whole thing about how Jesus shows up and He does He. He rescues. He makes us free. We um, yeah, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, you know if you if you think about the Gentiles as um, the child that that, that mm-hmm. is without parents, they're an orphan, right? They they don't have history. They were left at the doorstep. Mm-hmm. They don't know their parents. They don't mm-hmm. know their background, their story, any of that kind of stuff. And here they always look look up to the the Jews, the family mm-hmm. unit that has a story and a heritage. It can trace their family tree back generations. Right, right. And and what's happening here in the book of Galatians, and what's happened through the gospel, that Paul is trying to clarify what what happened on the cross, right? Was Jesus saying, "No, look, you are a part of the family now. Right. You, ha- our story is your story. The access, the promise to Abraham is
1: is yours too. Right. Come on in. You're a part of this family now. And and that promise that Abraham." at that time, didn't have to do anything, right? Yeah. He just, all he had to do was trust. right? right? And that's, you know, you mentioned the word faith. Yeah. Uh, we see that a couple of times, but at the end of the day, that word faith, it just means trust, right? Mm-hmm. Those who trust God. And I love how he, he actually quotes the Old Testament too. Yeah. So, you know, several weeks ago, we did a series called Look Again, yeah. uh, right? Where where do we see Jesus in the First Testament or in the Old Testament? Well, here it is again, right? Yep. In Habakkuk yep. uh, is where Paul's quoting from. So no, the just... Those who are in right standing, they live just by trusting him and his yeah. goodness. Yeah. So
0: that's yeah, good. And it's, it's hard for us to do that, right? Because we want a
1: checklist.
0: You know, right. we want to say, just tell me what to do. You know, somebody comes into my office, and, and i be curious what, what your thought process is, but they said, you know, help me have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, and it's the thing is it's it's not like, okay, well, pray five minutes, read your Bible ten minutes at this right. time of day, do this, this, and this, check, right. check, 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 check. Right? It's different, it's a relationship that's gonna be different. Uh, there are tools, yes. Right. Um, but you know, it's gonna be a little different for each and every person. Yeah. Um, and and it's being in that relationship, getting away from checkbox uh mentality mm-hmm. and just enjoying that relationship, trusting mm-hmm. faith that. Jesus has has done it all mm-hmm. and we can just we can just abide in that mm-hmm.
1: truth you know Yeah no it's good uh, usually I talk about the same thing as a lot of my students would know um, but I also say you know having a relationship with God while it's totally different it's also very similar to having a relationship with anyone else. Mm. The more you talk to them, the mm-hmm. more you listen, the more you spend time with them, like the closer you become, right? That's yeah. how trust grows. Yeah. Is you know, at that authentic level when you're just you're sharing the same space. Yeah. Uh so I think a part of it is often, you know, well, invite him yeah. to walk with you. Not just on Friday nights or on Saturday mornings or, you know, when you're having your devotions, but yeah. when you're at the basketball game, when you're <laughs> struggling with that chemistry test or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um so yeah.
0: So now the the other, the other uh, analogy he uses here, a connection he makes is, you know, cursed uh, are those who don't abide by all the things in the law, but also cursed are those who die in a tree. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. so tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Well, so there's actually some debate, so I'm not really sure which yeah. direction you're going. But uh, what I looked at was, because the Jews did not... Um, Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Timmy was looking at me weird. Like, yeah. oh, is
1: there a zombie apocalypse? Because um, that's what Timmy... Well, it could
0: happen too because we're in the basement. You you don't know what's the, right. going on in so, so that's what I'm saying. He just yeah. came down. Like, yeah. there's
1: something happening outside. Um, what am I about? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So the Jews, they did not, uh, you know, the invention of the cross, they did not do that, right? Yeah. Um However, they would have this thing, either a tree or a post or something outside where um like a corpse, often usually an mm-hmm. animal, yeah. um, but this idea of something that has died would sort of be exposed mm-hmm. and so the commentaries that I was looking at was saying were kind of referring to, yes, this could be forward thinking to Jesus ultimately, but also kind of a throwback to um, you know some of them in, in their culture with this understanding that you know when you see something dying and it's exposed. I mean, that's bad, right? A curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so the the Jesus takes on that curse. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law, and so now suddenly we're not we're not under these things, Um, nor do we have to hold other people to those things. And I think that's what the Jews were doing, right? They they were saying, you know, if you want to be one of us, then you have to abide exactly this way before you can eat at our table, before you can be accepted.
1: Right? Because going back to yeah, so that word kata. Well, the root is kata in, mm -hmm. in Greek, but ultimately, where we translate it as curse. It was like, oh, wait, what's he talking about when he says, you know, they're cursed or whatever. Um, it's really this idea of uh, something that is being cut from a high place to a low place. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I I just think sometimes within our own community – do we create spaces so that people feel cursed, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they should be in this position, this high position, Yeah. but through the thing, maybe we don't invite them to the table mm-hmm. or we do draw lines or we have definitions, well, you're this and I'm this or yeah. whatever, that in that process they can feel cursed they they should be in this high position but yeah. they're cut down to a lower position
0: yeah do and i and i know those stories i'm sure you know those stories people that like they can't even imagine walking into a church building because they mm. because they imagine the people that are in a church building right. like they've got it together Right. right, like they're right. they're they're dressed nice, they drive nice cars, they they've got it together, and I clearly do not. Mm-hmm. So I don't belong in that, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and that's as a pastor, especially, that's really hard mm-hmm. cause I because I want. Anyone who feels broken, anyone who feels cursed mm-hmm. under that, you know, to, to be able to come to a place to find healing and worth and value, mm-hmm. um, you know. And, and so where are those safe places? What are we doing to create those places where mm-hmm. people feel like you know, they, they, with all their stuff, mm-hmm. can come in and, and be okay, mm-hmm. be accepted?
1: Yeah, and that's the joy of ministry. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, That's why we do everything that we do, either here in Kettering or in portland yeah
0: well and it's yeah it's not it's we we've got to be careful of our us and them language right you know, because that that creates the divides, the divides and hurts in our country and and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And I think, I think really, um, you know, uh, with with all that's been going on in our country, that Galatians and Paul speaks to a lot of that divide and saying, mm-hmm. look, through Jesus, like everybody gets a place at the table. Right. Through Jesus, we are all equal. Mm-hmm. We are all sons and daughters of God. There's mm-hmm. no no one that's less or more or, or anything. We are all children of God, and that is and that is crucial mm-hmm. and it's important. That is who we are, and we have. That because of what Jesus did, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not it's not by uh, what we've done, uh, it's what He's done, and so if we could just learn to live into that and be free and love on all of his children. Man, what a better place that would be. Sure. So
1: that we experience shalom, they experience shalom, that yeah. wholeness. So, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's fun to unpack this Yeah, we've, this got, a, we've got, got a, a friend, friend coming this, this weekend I to preach. I do need to tell you. So the speaker this week I'm super pumped about, uh, his name is Jose
0: René Bourge. Which you really all should practice that. Yeah, right. Sing with our role. Yeah, yeah right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You're welcome.
1: Uh, yeah. And we what have does been, Jose do? We, he is the lead chaplain at Andrews University. Uh, just talked to him today, actually. Uh, he's doing well. Uh, he has a beautiful family up there. Uh, but I've known Jose a long time, back in high school, actually. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you, you went to a. Do you go to academy? Uh,
0: I, I haven't you gone did high not go to high school. No, academy. I, have, I no. don't have any education past fourth
1: grade. Well, you're not telling us anything. We weren't. Overly aware of, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, in high school, um, this is the story he usually likes to tell people, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to beat him to it, um, because he thinks it embarrasses me, but it really doesn't. Mm. That uh, in high school, if you go to an academy during Bible class, they have these things called like the the marriage project, oh, right? uh-huh. the wedding uh-huh. project, yeah. And so uh, Jose married my wife oh. in that project, oh, and so okay. he usually okay. tells people, okay. "Yes, I'm I'm Andrea's first husband," yeah. And he just thinks that's hilarious. That makes sense, that makes sense. when it really. Yeah. It really isn't, Jose. So, so, we're
0: looking forward to having Andrea's first husband right. um, come yeah. and, uh, and speak to us that yeah, week. It's so, it'll be, be cool. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, we're, we're closing out uh, the end of an era. Yeah, it Right? Is, it is. <laughs>
1: it's craziness to think but about it's, that. But it's, hey, it's been good, so would you pray us out? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for how you lead our lives. Again, I thank you for uh, the ministry um, that you have led us to here at Kettering and how the colleagues that you put in our lives to love and support and uh, and be there for each other. Uh, but thank you for the scriptures and uh, how you've preserved them. And I just pray that as we continue to study and unpack the scriptures and apply them to our lives that the same Spirit inspired Paul to write this stuff down inspires us as we study them and read them and apply them to our lives. Hmm. I want to pray a special blessing upon the McCoy family uh, for Trisha and Allie and Aiden and for Patty as they leave Ohio and start something brand new in Portland. Um, how many people will be in the kingdom and will run to Jesus and give him a hug because he was there um, showing them who you are. So I just pray a blessing upon his family. Keep them safe. His ministry, may you bless them abundantly. And for all of us here who continue to, to study and focus and to be church, may you can your spirit move powerfully um, in this community as you already have in the past, but we look forward to how you will continue to guide and bless even more abundantly in the future. Uh, it's my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Thank much you. for watching. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you for doing this. It's, it's been, been another
0: episode of Kettering Connect. We hope you enjoy Jose preaching this Sabbath. Yep. And Jason will see you next week.
1: I will see you next week. Oh, it sounds so bad. Yeah. Maybe
0: we should cut that part out. I don't know. It's it's reality. So it's okay. All right. Blessings, all. See ya. Gadoosh. Three, two, one. You don't say two one. You don't. No, oh you yeah five, yeah yeah.